Thanks for tuning in to Start With Scripture, a Hesed Heart podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Grove, here to bring you scripture reading and application that can fit into your morning routine and your busy schedule. Learn more at hesedheart.com. Good morning, my friends! Welcome to another beautiful day. Can you believe that November is almost coming to a close? Right? We're going to have Thanksgiving, then a few extra days, and then we're going to be into December. We have less than a month and a half left in this beautiful year. So I would just encourage you to dwell on that and think about the things that you would like to accomplish the areas where you would like to grow, maybe praying about that with the Lord, getting his insight, his guidance, and making a plan to pursue that goal and ultimately to pursue love as we wrap up this year. Love that our God shows to us and so we can show to others in the same way That when he comforts us, we can show that same comfort to others. This is a topic that Paul is going to talk about today in one of my absolute favorite verses. It's a section of scripture I have memorized because it it really hits home. And to really understand the significance of this, I think it's really important to remember that as we go through 2 Corinthians, we're going to see time and time again, Paul really kind of reasserting his authority, reasserting that he really is called as an apostle, reasserting that he is following Christ. Just like we saw in that very first verse, Paul, an apostle of Christ by the will of God, over and over, he is reminding them that he is called, that he is sent, that he has authority from Christ. And time and time again, when he's talking about that authority, he goes back to the struggles he faces, the trials he faces, even the persecution he gets from beatings to all of the things that he has suffered in his time. And so we see that this is really opposite of maybe what the false teachers in Corinth were preaching, but definitely opposite of what we think today. Today we have this I guess, I don't know if it's a leftover view or what it is, but it it really does kind of sink in. And I know I find myself struggling with it as well, that when we are following Christ, that life is going to work out. You know, he's guiding us, so everything's going to be fine. We're not going to have to face pushback. And if we face pushback, I'm doing something wrong. So often we think that our action is tied to the easiness of our journey. We think that in Christ, things should be going well. And I think we think this because we see his character, right? We see that he is a loving God. We see that he is a powerful God. We see that he is a God who called us. So from our human logic, it makes sense that he would make everything work out for us. It would be easy. But that's not what we see in scripture. It's not what we see in Paul's life, is he's going to talk about time and time again, so 2 Corinthians. That's not even what we see in Christ's life. It wasn't easy for him, the Son of God himself, coming down. He suffered. And if it really was based on actions, if it really was based on us showing up well enough or following God's call well enough, then Christ never should have suffered, but he did. He faced pushback 
And then he died on that cross for us. And so we see that that suffering, that coming up against struggles, that coming up against opposition, whether that is people, whether that's culture, or whether that is the devil and the powers of evil themselves. When we are living in our calling in the power of Christ, we are going to face struggles. We are going to face opposition. And in this fallen world, we are going to face pain and difficulty and hurt. And with all of that in mind, this verse, knowing that it is inescapable, even when we are in Christ, even when we are doing our very best, suffering is inescapable. This verse is beautiful. Here's what Paul says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. That's who our God is. God is the Father of mercy. And while we know that God is a just God because he is holy and he wants justice to be served, he wants evil to be repaid and good also to be repaid, right? He wants justice. He is also a God who is merciful and withholds the punishment that we deserve, which is just beautiful and beyond not giving us the punishment we deserve, right? We know there will be a judgment day and at that time, justice will be served ultimately. But in the meantime, we are allowed to live and breathe. (laughs) We are allowed to be here. We are allowed more time to come to Christ, to live for Christ. He was merciful in that he sent Christ in and of itself to take our punishment for us when we have faith in him. But beyond that, he is a God of all comfort. And this word comfort is really, really interesting. It actually kind of has two meanings depending on the context. And I'm not really sure how exactly you can know which one is which. (laughs) But just know that this word does have several meanings. One is basically to comfort, right? To console someone. But another one is to exhort. And this idea of exhortation is basically to strongly encourage someone, strongly urge someone to take an action. And so on one hand, it is encouraging you to take action. And on the other hand, it is encouraging you in the sense of of comforting you when things are, are painful, when things are hard. And we see that this is who our God is. He is the father of mercies and God of all comfort. And the beautiful thing is that he ultimately comforts us in Christ. And we actually see this word used elsewhere in scripture. I believe it is Luke chapter 2. Yes, Luke chapter 2, verse 25. And this is when uh, Jesus is being presented at the temple. It reads, Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And that word consolation is the same word for comfort. So the comfort of Israel. And we see here that he's waiting for that, and that really makes it seem like he's waiting for the Messiah. 
He is waiting for Christ. And today we are waiting for Christ to come again. And we see that God, not only does he comfort us in our afflictions, but he comforts us ultimately through Christ, through salvation, through him coming again. And we can rest in that because it is a promise of God and he always keeps his promises. So when we hear that God is a God of all comfort, that includes the ultimate comfort of Christ, of salvation. And we know that that in heaven with God, in the new Jerusalem, there won't be any tears. There won't be any pain. And that is the ultimate comfort that he offers. The comfort we can look forward and that we can hope in even in the difficulties right now. So think about that today. How does that, I guess, impact your view of God? Whether it changes it or whether it reminds you of something, that God is the Father of mercies and God of all comfort. We're going to keep on going. We didn't even finish a sentence today, (laughs) y'all. So we're going to keep on going with this beautiful section in the next episode, and I will see you then. All right, I've got one thing to ask you. Would you please send me a message? And I really mean this because... While I love hearing from God and I love sharing what he has placed on my heart, I would also love to hear what he is teaching you and what he is showing you, especially as we are in such a cool section, as we are looking at who God is, you know, the father of mercies, the God of all comfort. I would love to hear what he is impressing on your heart. So I would love it if you would send me a message. You can find me on, you know, social media at hesed.heart. Send me a DM or you can send me an email, support at hesedheart.com. And just let me know. It can be a sentence. It can be a paragraph. I don't really mind. Whatever you want to send me, whatever God is teaching you through this book of 2 Corinthians, let me know. And I would love to share it with everyone else, either anonymously, sharing your name, whatever you're comfortable with. So send me a DM or email me support at hesedheart.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you and share how God is working in your heart with everyone else.